Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. illustrious co-host is just a bit, it's not bad is it two countries in two weeks is all right isn't it yeah he's traveling well jet setter jet setter mate jet setter, jet setter. i thought um i thought yeah yeah all good man i thought um i thought we'd start uh on this week's weekend's games i feel like yeah this is it's the title decider i feel like i don't know if you agree or not but this feels like a huge game city and city in liverpool yeah i think it's probably the biggest game this season by far, by far. Um, and I think it'll be... It's got the potential of being a real flat nil-nil as well, you know? Which will be such... Both, both, yeah, both teams could play... Um, they could be playing really cagey. Yeah, just, I mean... Just based on based on what the others can bring, really. They've both gone through in their rounds last night. And the Champions League. So they're both still First in the leg, Champions yeah. League. Yeah, so... Um, Liverpool slightly stronger position, but Man 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 City was pure dominance, wasn't it? In regards to what, statistics, what game, did, what game did you watch? To be honest, I, it was just on in the background. I can't say I was really watching it. Um, so I watched. I watched. The, the, I was watching the City game. The first half was fairly cagey. I know the stats were obviously weighing in in mm. um, City's favour, but so. you, there, were, there was there was some decent football being played by um, Atletico Madrid, but I don't think they ever committed. And then obviously coming out, coming out in the second half, you could just see the tactics from Simeone were just horrendous, really. Like almost 10 men behind the ball. Yeah, um, it was, wasn't it? And the pressure that Man City were putting over. I feel like, it's gonna, I feel like it could be a really open game on, on Sunday. Um, because Liverpool attack just as much as uh, Man City. Yeah, it's a lot to play for, isn't it? It is a lot to play for. And I think, um, yeah, I think it'll be interesting to, to see how that game goes. I think... Um, they're both going to go for it. Um, it'll close the deficit down to three points, then, won't it? No, at this point, it's the same same amount of games they played. So, and, and what's the points difference? One point. Is that it? So, so Liverpool win, Liverpool they win, go they above, and then they have points. the advantage for the rest of the season. Wow! Wow, that's big. So it's huge game. Huge, I mean, okay, so you know, in the in previous meetings, um, I feel like. City have had the upper hand. There was that dominant win last season, wasn't there? With Liverpool were a bit flat, they won four mm. one. Um, City are home. So, I mean, if you had to give your prediction, who do you think wins the game or loses or draws? What do you think happens? I think it's. I think it'll be a cagey game, and it'll be. It'll be a close. No one's going to run away with it. I don't think it's going to be like a two three nil for anyone, and I think it could go either way, two one either way. I don't think you can. I can't, I can't sit here and go. Which who's it going to be? I think they've got the capacity to go either way. Um, the thing that Man City miss yet still always get away with is the fact that they haven't got a striker. They yeah, play without sure. a striker, but it just seems to work. Um, and Salah hasn't really come back to form yet. So, look, it, I think it could work in City's favour, but at the same time, you know, Liverpool, Liverpool. So it'll be a good game. It'll be a good game. Yeah, I, I think Liverpool are just going to do it. I think. They've got, I mean, it's going to sound crazy, but I think they've got more quality across the park over City. And they just feel a little bit more together. Momentum feels like this on their side. Um, they've got so many good players uh, across across the park, really, as I said. So, and, you know, as you mentioned, no striker for City. I just think, you know, those extra goals that Liverpool have been getting this season, four or five extra over City, I think they might just pip them. Um, so I think either way, I think we're game of the season. Game this and, um, I just sorry, I was, I was going to say if we if we kind of predicting, 
is it worth now at this stage to kind of predict who we think, where we think people are going to finish? So it's, yeah, it's fairly pivotal because obviously last week... Um, Monday, car crash for Arsenal. Monday was a, a ridiculous game, right? I mean, yeah. outclassed by Palace. Palace um, are good though. They look amazing. Palace turned up and played their best game of the season and we turned up and played our worst. That's the best way to put it. Probably a fair assessment, yeah. Probably a fair assessment. That's the best way to put it. Um, and look, Vieira's doing bits. I think um, Vieira coming in, um, a lot of probably pipped him to be um, probably the first second of the season, I imagine they probably thought. Um, however, I think if he gets some... Palace's best ever finish is 10th with Alan Pardew. So mm-hmm. I think if he gets some ninth somehow, I think he's got he's got to be in contention to to be manager of the month, uh, manager of the year. I mean, it's I I, I quite like it when um, managers outside of like the, the winner or the, yeah. or the Champions League yeah. winner get it because it shows like like a David David Moyes for example mm. has, has had an amazing season. He's had a continuum some high quality to get in that top four. Yeah, well, I mean, why not? Uh, or, yeah. or Vieira for sure. So who who do you think based on that that result? Who do you think now gets top four? Because Tottenham obviously turned up and put five past Newcastle. Newcastle. I think I think Tottenham Tottenham are looking like they can play football again. I watched them the last yeah. couple of games and they look like they can play football again. So for me, as an Arsenal fan and just seeing them really play a shit game against Palace, seeing Party get injured, now knowing that Tierney's probably out for the rest of the season with an operation. Um Tavares isn't isn't there yet. Um, our, la- our our lack of squad depth is really starting to show. So potentially, I think it's uh, look. I, I still struggle to say number one. I say still say City top. Liverpool. Oh, really? You think City? You think City win it this year? Yeah, yeah. City top. Liverpool, Chelsea, and then as it current stands, as it currently stands. And the performance I was just put in on Monday, I think Tottenham, Ooh, Arsenal. You put Tottenham, you put Tottenham yeah. fourth, yeah. Yeah. Wow. And then, then, then Arsenal. Um, so I think, I mean, I think, I, I think the winner of the, the Sunday game wins the league. Yeah. Personally, because I can't see them losing. Although they've got, they've got obviously games to come, they've got fairly hard games. I, I think Liverpool are going to win it this year. Yeah. I think they've just got a little bit more magic, and they've got so much quality on the bench. Whether it's Firmino coming off, Jota coming off, sometimes off the bench. Luis Diaz, who turned up this year really well from from January, I just think that they might pip it. Um, I still think Arsenal could do top, fourth place. You know, you reckon? I still think they, I still think they can do it. So you got Arsenal um, over Tottenham. I think I've got Arsenal over Tottenham, but it all depends on what Harry Kane does, really. Yeah. You know, if he, if he if he still turns up and puts assists and put goals in, I mean, why not? Um, talking talking about Arsenal and talking about Arteta. And obviously, we previously touched on May United last year, uh, last um, last week in the podcast. Mm. I've got a bit of a question for you. <clears throat> so, yeah. so people are saying that an improved uh, Arsenal have improved um, almost the same points as a disastrous United three four, right? So, the Arsenal aren't that good. So, yeah. essentially, would you rather Arsenal's position or United's? My question. So they're saying in that the, May United, you listen to a lot of people, they're still saying May United, May United, May United. Would you rather be in Man United's position right now or Arsenal's position? In terms of uh, how the club's rebuilt over the last no, couple of years? No, no, no. So Arsenal's improvement right now yeah. is almost on the same points as a disastrous May United's free fall. So an improved Arsenal is almost as bad as, a, as, 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 as good as a bad United. So therefore Arsenal aren't that good. So who, what club would you rather be right now? I think that that probably does a bit of an injustice to Arsenal for what they've at least done this season. I don't think United have really moved forward. I mean, they got that they they came second with Mourinho. They obviously won the Europa League, um, but outside of that, they've made some bad decisions with with management players. Um, however, out of the two clubs. If I had to pick one to say, you know what, this club's going to start breaking into the top four, start challenging third, second, and maybe first over the next five years, I'd probably lean towards United. Just because of the stature? Just, just because of the stature. Um, I don't think they're afraid to spend mm. and get it wrong. I think Arsenal... Yeah, Arsenal's kind of... Right recently, yeah, they? yeah. 
I think Arsenal haven't gambled as much as um, they made. You know, Emery, for example, was probably a, a probably a good appointment when you first saw it on paper because it's, it's, it's a big yeah. manager. But it didn't work we out. The, well, no, I, don't, I think it could have worked out. We just didn't give him the patience that we're giving Arteta. Look at the patience yeah. Arteta's getting. If Emery had done, if we had done that with Emery, could we have? Could we have achieved more, or you know, could we have been a lot more in the position we are a lot more a season sooner? I think um, a bit biased for me. It would have been good to get Ramby's opinion on this one if he was if he was here. But I don't know. I I think United's position right now has the threat. If they unravel any more, they've got the threat of being yeah. a sort of fifth to eighth place team for the next couple of years. Yeah, they will spend, but they'll spend like this. They'll go. Example, Pogba, let him go on a free, spend a hundred million, get nothing out of him, and let him go on a free again. That's their spending. We spoke about Harry Maguire last last week around eighty million on Harry Maguire. They bought him Varane. Was it sixty odd million? I don't know how much they bought him in for. Fifty odd million, I think it was. They're saying it's a similar spending to Ben White. So that's their spending, and I'd say, what have they got from it? How much was Bruno? Yeah, I mean Bruno's been quality though, hasn't he? I think he, I think Bruno he, was th- was he thirty five million? Was he thirty five million? Something like that. I don't think he's been Maybe. quality this season. He's a, he's a player. I, I think I feel like he's one of those players though that um, he might have a you know a bad patch for half a season or whatever it is. And I think he will come back. Um, but they but they, they, I don't think they're afraid to spend big money on big players. So like obviously Jaden Sancho, Varane. Bruno Fernandes. Like Marcus Rashford, careers going down the pan quick, fast. Mm-hmm. Sancho, coming over to May United, should have been the season changer for him, putting May United back on the map. Careers going down the pan quick, fast. May United, what they've done so far in the last three or four years is taken world-class players or soon-to-be world-class players and then just dwindled their careers. I think it's, it, I think it's all down to management. If you're talking about recruitment, forget players coming in. I think the manager... The next person we put into the, I mean, we spoke about it last week, but the next person we put into that that seat, that hot seat, needs to be the man really, because uh, he needs to, the direction needs to go a certain way. You're right. I mean, people like De Gea, for example, all all the confidence has been shot out of them. Every player who's what player on that team is rocking with any sort of confidence right now? Who's turning up going, I'm going to win off this game? Ronaldo, they got the, one of the best players, if not the best player in the world. Yeah, he's 37 years old, so you know he can't carry the team like he used to, but. They're not even playing him at the minute. Like there's, there's talk, there's, they're talking about, you know, issues in the camp. I think they've got some big issues. Massive issues. Yeah, they brought they brought in um, this this interim manager to sort of come in for a season, and then you know he's going to rebuild the 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 club from behind the scenes. If anything, they'll be getting rid of him. Yeah, they'll be getting rid of the guy it, before that even it'd happens. Be it'd be interesting to see what he brings. Just on just on Rashford actually. <laughs> Yeah. Um. I st- I think he is a quality player. I think mm. again the co- the confidence has been sucked out of him. To be honest, is what what he did in COVID, kids kids meals and all that stuff. He's probably a good guy, but football fans are fickle, right? And they want to see results on the pitch, and he just hasn't had the chance to do that. If he leaves, chance, it's just not delivered. If he, if he leaves, where where do you think he should go? Look, I think a lot of people, a lot of people saying that Arsenal, mm-hmm. and personally, I don't. I don't think it'd be a bad player at Arsenal, but with the wages that he would command, I think um, coming from Man United, I think the pressure will be on him instantly and I don't think he'll be able to straight away just switch it on. Um, And we've got Martinelli in the position that he plays. Um, Smith Rowe can go on that side at times as well. Um, I don't think we should go for him. Where else could he go? I'd say, um, depending on where someone like Villa would finish, I think Villa could potentially go in for him. If I mean, not, Villa would take him. Do you know what it is? I think what he needs, he needs just an arm around him. So someone like a, a Klopp and Pep, for example, the type of managers yeah. he needs. But he's not going to go there. Obviously, no. I'm talking about. Not, I'm just talking about personalities. About, I, don't, I don't. It's not even about um, not going there. I don't think they'd want him. They don't need him. The the team that will come in for him will be something like Newcastle. They got the money. They stay up. No, the no, season. no. I agree. I'm just I'm just saying. I think in in terms of him as a, a personality as a player to kind of bring the best out of him again, I think he needs that. He needs that arm around him. And whether that's you know the next manager, Ten Hag, Pochettino, whoever who can who can bring that out of him, or it is someone like Stevie Gerrard um, at Aston Villa, or he goes somewhere. Like, I don't know. Tottenham? Would he go to Tottenham with Conte? You know? Yeah. 
Um, but he's not getting the best out of United. That's a uh, fact. No, you're right. I think someone like Tottenham. I think he could do. I think he could do bits at Tottenham potentially. Yeah, but it's, it's a bit of a shame seeing his career going going that way. To be honest. Yeah, I think I, I personally, if you were to ask me the question, I think the stuff outside of football is great, and I think um, like all for it, really well done. But I think that's been a distraction, personally. Yeah, potentially. I, potentially. I think that's probably brought his almost gave him a bit of a, a glow. That means that he can get away with playing poor football and people still don't like him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and he's ridden that wave for a bit too long now, and I think he's feeling the pressure. Um, and actually, you think about it: what is he doing? He's an interim manager, and he's not playing Rashford. Is he trying to burn his career or what? Yeah. He's playing Pogba, who's going to leave in the summer. Yeah, he's still still trying to get Cavani into the game, whereas Cavani's picking and choosing when he plays football. You know, he should be playing. He should be playing Rashford, saying. You know, get get yourself in the in the World Cup squad. Mm-hmm. Not 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 playing him. So, yeah, he's got to be careful. He's got to be careful. So back to my question though, you'd rather you'd rather have you'd rather be Man United as a club right now than Arsenal as a club right now. It's it's difficult, right? Because United. Let let let's take that result from Crystal Palace away for the time being. Yeah. I feel like um, Arsenal were kind of riding riding a, a really nice wave at that point. Um, Arteta was manager of the month. I think he, he tipped kind of Thomas Tuchel over it. Um, all going in the right direction. But I think one of the questions I've got around Arsenal's season is has COVID uh, benefited Arsenal really this year? Huh? Something that, it's something that my brother was going to ask. But, well, the, the, being able to rearrange the games and play certain games later on has kind of allowed them to accumulate points playing kind of mediocre clubs uh, and, and being able to fight for, for that play, fourth position. You've you got to play who you got to play. And they've you've got, got to play who you got to play, for sure. But they haven't gone out and gone, oh, what we're going to do is postpone our games, call for COVID, blah, 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 and then wait for the January transfer and then get loads of players in and bolster our squad and all of a sudden we're going to play you with a stronger squad than we had prior to. That's not happened. That, but that could have happened, though, couldn't it? But it didn't happen. So we haven't did, benefited from it? it. No. Who did we buy? We didn't buy anyone. Okay, so they didn't buy anyone, but you're able to postpone certain games. Tottenham game, I think that was the one that was pushed out a little bit. So not having to play Tottenham might have but been I a think, benefit, and you, and you go and then, play someone like Watford. Yeah, but then that, that happened with Liverpool and us. They they, they had COVID. Like we, were on a, we were on a run. I think it was linking us to the Carabao Cup game, maybe. Mm-hmm. Where they then called the game off. We were on a we were on a run. They had players out injured or something, and then they all had false negatives. Couldn't play the game, and then two weeks later we played them, and they got their players back, and then we got battered. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, I, I do think I do think if if we do look at the schedule, I think Arsenal have taken advantage of it, which is what you should really be doing as well. Well, you say take but advantage. I, of it. I think every 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 team was postponing games left, right, and centre. Burnley had. Like three, four games, five games in hand at one point. You can't sit mm-hmm. here and go, "Oh, COVID's been able." If you've got COVID in the squad, you've got COVID in the squad. So you can't play games. You can't play games. You know, if you got, I don't know how the, what the rules were around who, how do you cancel it, when you cancel it. You know, how many players you need to have out before you can postpone a game. But every club was doing it left, right, and center. So I'd like to think that the integrity was strong enough to go. Actually, we're not doing it by choice. It is what the numbers are. But here's my but here's my point to it. Here's my point, though, is Arsenal have had a really good season. Is this a flash-in-the-pan season, or are they building towards something more now? Because they feel like they're building... I mean, they've had a good season, but can they do it again next season and go slightly higher? Yeah, if the reinforcements come, if he spends money... He's, what has he done this season? He's, brought, he's, he's, he's picked the team up from where we started. It was shocking. He's got rid of Deadwood. He's got rid of a higher wage bill. He's got rid of some arrogance out of the team. And now he's rebuilding with a squad of players that want to play football, that want to play football for the badge. They want to play for Arsenal. Um, and I can't see a lot of ego in that team now. If you look at before, you had Ozil, you had Aubameyang, um, you had Guendouzi, who was just pure arrogance. Um, I mean, Torreira, I, I don't think there's anything bad in the player. I just don't think he fit. Um, so he's got rid of a lot of players. Maitland-Niles trying to pull a, pull a fast one on social media, you know, moved him out. Um, so yeah, I think he's got rid of the high wage bill. He's rebuilding the team, um, 
and and I think he'll be able to do something special if if he spends the money next season. And it all depends on Champions League because we all know Champions League will bring higher quality of players coming wanting to come over to the Arsenal, and he'll have more to spend. So a lot depends on this year, and I think the pressure may get to him. That's why I've put Tottenham before him because Conte as a manager is more experienced, and he could he could see him through. I think um, I think your question around Arsenal United really should probably be asked at the end of the season because it'd be very telling. Yeah. I think if they both end up in the same position, i.e. not Champions League, I'd, I'd probably lean towards Man United. If Arsenal get into the Champions League, I feel like they will kick on from there. Mm. Um, so it'd be very interesting to see where uh, where they end up and how the season... With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Finishes, really. It's true. I mean, something else that comes to mind, I was, I was reading something earlier on. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting to take your take on it. It's not like a, a major debatable topic, but something that comes that came to to me on social media was big player, small club. So that 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 sort of statement, mm-hmm. big player, small club. Mm-hmm. Who's the first player that comes to mind? Harry Kane. Big player, small club. Harry Kane. Yeah, just just straight away. I mean, I don't know what your thoughts are, but Harry Kane comes straight. I mean, I'm not saying Tottenham are a small club, but yeah. I think Harry Kane's just too big for it. I mean, you would say that you're an Arsenal fan. You, you would say that. Uh, uh, I think, I think, I think Tottenham are, are trying to act like a big club, new stadium, yeah. you know, Champions Leagues, and all this sort of stuff. But Harry Kane popped straight into my head. For me, um, it probably isn't right now, but this player in his prime and the name that he still is, um, Coutinho at Aston Villa. For yeah, me, that was a lo- that's a loan though, isn't it? That's a loan bringing him in. No, but, but still, he's, he's at the it. club, isn't he? He's at the club. Uh, same as when Rodriguez, or no, what, James Rodriguez, what's his name? What was Rodriguez? James, James Rodriguez. James. Yeah. At yeah. At Everton, you got big player, small club. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, he's what was what he sold for? One hundred and fifty million, right? I mean, you know, I don't, I don't think our squad's worth that to be honest. But one hundred eighty. Is it one hundred eighty? Jeez. I think it was. Yeah, to Barcelona, wasn't it? You know what? As much as it's a big club, a big player, small club, coming to Aston Villa has kind of rejuvenated his football a little bit. Without doubt, no, rejuvenated him as a player, bring him back to the because Premier League, and he's carrying Aston Villa at times, instant, creating instant, goals, instant impact, instant impact. Yeah, first game, instant impact. Yeah, first game, scored a goal, set up a goal. Um, so yeah, for me, it's probably him. Um, even though he's alone. Um, he is probably one that 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 has come to mind. But Harry Kane is an interesting one. I think you're spot on there. Harry Kane. I don't know. I, I think it'd be interesting to see what Harry Kane does at the end of the season. Uh, if he gets Champions League, will he stay and and play under Conte? I wonder, I wonder if he actually likes playing under Conte, or does he think, you know what, I want, I want to get out of here? It was hug, all, it was all hugs and kisses at the end of the game um, mm. against Newcastle, and and Conte and Harry Kane looked like they needed to get a room together. So, um, yeah, <laughs> they looked all right. Looked I mean, all you know right. what? Is, I, I think, you know, these, these kind of younger style managers like uh, Pep, Klopp, um, Conte, I feel like they bring a, just a different level of passion to the, to the game. I mean, I was watching the City game yesterday uh, and all of the uh, Athletic and Madrid players were just kicking Grealish for whatever reason. Kicking the, that was kicking funny. The, put, the one just kicking, they were pulling his head. Have you seen the one where they were playing Flicking his hair, all sorts. Oh, brilliant! And there was that, there was that incident where he's falling over. So Simeone, over. though, that's so Simeone, isn't it? That's just Simeone. But even though. even Simeone, one of those young play, young managers. But when they kick the ball against Grealish, and you know Pep's there, put, uh, you know contesting for his player, but then when Grealish starts fighting back a little, he gets into Grealish's face, pushes him about, and says, "Get over there!" I just feel like that passion um, and that man management is just a different level, different class. And I just I just saw Pep. Being one of those, one of the greatest managers of all time, really, just in that little moment when he's just protecting his players think, and contesting think, at the same time. I think you're, but you're right, but I think they don't they don't show enough of that because a lot of managers do that. Yeah. A lot of managers do that. And actually, 
I will say this because I'm an Arsenal fan, but if you, if you see what Arteta does, that could be because he was under Pep's wings at Man City, but he is very much like that. He's so animated on the sidelines. He's literally always outside of his technical area. Um, at times, it looks like he wants to run on the pitch and play football. He's that involved. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think you're right. I don't know what... I think I look at Lampard. Lampard's quite stationary. Um, I don't know what Gerard looks like when he's manage, managing, but maybe it's just the, the newer managers and the newer breed. You don't ever see Hodgson doing that. I mean, he might have a heart attack if he did that. But, you know, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if um, it's just a newer newer age managers with a bit more passion for it or, or they all do it, but they just don't get the camera time. Just on, um, you just mentioned Lampard there. If we get, if we go back to kind of the predictions, the relegation battle is fairly, fairly, fairly heating up at the minute. And you've got Watford, Burnley, and I think Everton are in there as well. So Burnley are playing Everton tonight. What, what, do you think, what do you think? If Everton loses, so if, do you think they're going down? They got a real threat of going down. Forget they're going down. I think Lampard gets a sack. If he loses, I'm telling you. I don't. I don't think they can. Um, I don't think they can sack the the manager to create more uncertainty at this stage of the season. I think it's just saying, brutal. How many more games left to go? I don't know. Six or seven? Is there? It's not many. No, more than that. Is there more than that? I mean, I'll, I'll quickly ten, check that. Maybe ten games to go. So there's eight. There's well, it depends on how many games you've played, but there's between ten and eight games because there's obviously well for Everton. There's, there's there's ten games for Everton, right? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Ten games for Everton, and they're three points ahead of Watford. But have you seen I mean, Everton's that running? That could go quick. So they're playing Burnley tonight, which is a must-win, right? Yeah. Then they've got United, Leicester, Liverpool. Chelsea, Leicester again. They've known Watford, Brentford, uh, Palace, and then Arsenal. I don't see a single win. That is brutal. It's a brutal. This tonight's the win. Tonight has to be the win. I don't see them getting three points in any of those games. Maybe, maybe Brentford. If Brentford's in the place, they just, they thinking... just, they just turned over. No, no, no. What Chelsea four I mean one. Is... Yeah, yeah, no, no. What I mean by that is, if Brentford at that point are thinking it's towards the latter part of the season. We're safe. safe. We've had a good run. Let's let's focus on next year. You know, um, a bit of that maybe. Otherwise, that's a tough running. I can't see them beating Watford. That'll be a good game. You know, that could be like a contentious game. A bit like Liverpool, yeah, a bit like Liverpool Man, Man City on the weekend. I think, um, yeah, he's got the potential of getting sacked. I still think. I think he he loses tonight's game. And ne- next week's game, I think, um, or the weekend's game, we must play on the weekend as well. Um, United. Yeah, I think he's got to try and get a result. If he can get a draw against United, I think keeps him going a bit longer. I hear the bit about ins- uncertainty, but how long before the um, fans are turning off and, and going, get rid of him? You know, where's the club going? I was listening to Talk Sport. Shout mm. out to Talk Sport. I was listening to Talk Sport. Um, <clears throat> Earlier on um, yesterday, I think it was today. I'm trying to remember when it was. But they were talking about Everton fans. And there's an Everton fan that came on. And he turned around and said, the best thing that could happen to us is us getting relegated. Can you believe that? He said, the best thing that could happen to us is our fan, uh, is our, our, our club getting relegated and us rebuilding. Rebuilding and getting rid of all these players that are on like, stupid wages. People like Fabian Delph, I think he, he quoted. Um, <clears throat> get rid of players like that. Out of the club on mega wages and then get the youngsters through. Uh, he can't and mean rebuild. that, can he? I don't know. Who was can't that? Mean that. Who was I that mean, I, I, what's, I think circumstances killed them, really, because they obviously had Ancelotti, and Ancelotti was probably the right guy to at least rebuild, and he just, you know, did one season and went, you know what, see you later, I'm going back to Real Madrid. No, he didn't even do a season. I don't think he even did but, a season. Did he, not, did he not appoint at the start of this season? No. Was it no, last no. season? Last season, I think I'm sure, he, and he got him into a decent enough position on the table. Problem was, he went up sticks and went to to Real Madrid, and then brought Benitez in. And to be honest, if you look at the history, I don't, I don't, I, th- I think the fans they were never behind Benitez as much yeah. as they say you, you back your manager, but you're never behind him. It's hard though, isn't it? Then all of a sudden they like win one in eleven, which is brutal. They got they got players like you said, massive like Richarlison, Delph. All these players were quality. They're saying players. that they've got to sell 
because they're they're in a hundred and twenty five million pound debt or hundred and seventy million pound debt. Brutal. They could still get a point deduction, is my understanding, isn't it? So they've got I mean, to that... sell. They've got to sell um, either Calvert Lewin or Richarlison or both to to recoup some money to come out of that mega loss. They've also had that. I mean, Calvert Lewin's yeah. been injured for a lot of the season, and he was one of the point last season. He doesn't. He doesn't want it. He's not interested. You see in the body language. Yeah, he's not interested. He does not. He doesn't. He's got his. He's got his mindset elsewhere, and, and again, tying him with Arsenal. I don't. I don't particularly want him. I don't particularly want Calvert Lewin. Did you watch the um? Did you watch the Everton West Ham game on the weekend? Um. One uh, yeah, mate. I think it was in the background. I didn't watch it. I saw, um, I, I saw the game, um, and West Ham looked like a quality outfit. Yeah. It was almost a it was almost a quick turnaround goal from Everton, but I, I almost feel like that goal came too early for them because they just they played fairly negative after that. And even though it was a back and forth game after that goal, they almost thought you know what this draw was probably enough. And West Ham always looked like scoring, and they just mm. and they did. Um, I don't know. To be honest, it burnt, this Burnley game tonight is an absolute must-win game for them. If they don't win this game, I think you're right. I think you know what Frank Lampard's job one is under under be, threat, and yeah. two they might Position. go down to the championship. Um, what else have I got today? I've got a couple of other bits for you. Yeah. Um, who's the best player to have never won the Champions League? To have never won the Champions League. I've got some big names on this list in front. I've got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 players. And they're Jesus all Christ. big players, not even small players. But who, for your... It's, it's throwing you there. It's probably putting you out there and going, who is the biggest... Yeah, give us a, give us a couple of big names. Uh, R9. He never won uh, it. Never won it. Dennis Burkamp. Yeah, I mean, apparently, awesome. I'll have to research this one. Buffon's never won it, didn't he? Who was it? who was the keeper when um he was the inter manager? Mourinho was inter manager. Don't know, but, but apparently Buffon's on that list. Okay, uh, pa- Pavel Nedved. Really, Juventus. Yeah, Ruud van Nistelrooy. Van Nistelrooy. You don't win it at Real Madrid. Apparently, he's on the list. Really, Patrick Vieira. He had his chance. Francesco Totti. Yeah, Totti was chasing it, wasn't he? But he never moved from Roma, so he's a bit stubborn. He was never going to win it. Um, Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Hernan, Crespo. Hernan Crespo. Am I surprised by some of these players? Hernan Crespo. Most of his season, uh, most of his time at Inter Milan, obviously his moments at Chelsea. Um, yeah, okay. Roberto Baggio before our time, but apparently he's not. Roberto Baggio is such a good player, you know. He's one of my favourite players. Can you believe that all those players aren't on the Champions League? I, I, I can, and I can't, uh, You know what? I can believe it because of the, the clubs they were at and the moments Real in Madrid. their careers. Real Madrid. Yeah, yeah Real Madrid. Oh, right. That's a, that's. That's definitely um, that is that is shocking. Actually, he's probably the biggest one on the list. Actually, that he's never won the Champions League. I remember him in that. There was a game. Him and uh, do you remember Bex moved to um, Real Madrid and it was United versus United versus uh, Real Madrid. And it was like seven five over two days. It was an unbelievable game. He's never won it. He scored three hundred and fifty two goals in five hundred and eighteen games, um, and ninety eight. 62 goals for Brazil in 98 games. Um, but he's never lifted the Champions League. That's shocking. It's mad. That is shocking. That is shocking. Can, I think he's the one. Yeah, he he's has the to one. be one. He has to be the he's one. He's the one. I was going to say Thierry Henry, but obviously he won it, he won it with, um, with Barcelona. Barcelona. But, I mean, you know. He had one good season, didn't he? he didn't... Um, didn't... Um, See, Ibrahimovic is on the list, but did he not win it in the same season with Henri? Or did he leave after that season? Was he not at... No, he left, didn't he? He wasn't there, though. 
unless he didn't have enough medals. That would be hilarious. I'd like to see who the, who the biggest player who didn't play enough. Yeah, he's never, he's never, he's never, Zatan's never won the Champions League. The closest he ever came was in, was quarterfinal with PSG. Really? Yeah. That list is mad. I just want to, um, I just want to take it to a different tangent. Um, I want to talk about money in football mm. and just getting an, an understanding really of how the Premier League has got so much more than the Champions, Championship and League One and below. Why is there such a gap? And do you think, um, do you think there will ever be any money pumped into lower league football? Um, I think the, well, yeah, look, I think the biggest game in football for revenue is um, the playoffs, isn't it? It's the team that wins that. For the team, yeah, for the team. Yeah, so actually you'd argue that the money is there, you just got to get yourself in that position. But, yeah, but that's, I mean, that, that's almost, um, that's but potential money wise, to be made for yeah. for a club yeah. that's going to go into the Premier League. Yeah. Um, but, you know, game day, for, for example, a United-Liverpool game, would generate so much more just because it's it's, it's shown. Um, but also money distribution. It yeah. feels as though there's so much more money in the Premier League, and you're able to breed better players, better games. You know, bring in better pl- uh, players from abroad. But you're never going to get that from the Championship. Uh, I'm just trying to figure out why that is. Is it is it because of quality of uh, the quality of the club? Yeah. Look, I think. Um... Obviously, there are aspirations there for all the teams to get to the Premier League, isn't it? They, they, they aspire to get there. And that's the biggest paycheck you can get, like I said. Um, and then once you're there, and you're there for a couple of seasons, I think you're able to then build and then create, isn't it? So you think about um, Newcastle up and down, West Ham up and down, um, Everton this season will go up and down, potentially. Um, and they're a big clubs. <clears throat> they are all big clubs, and they've got the infrastructure there. Um but if, if a club gets it to the Premier League and they can sustain that and stay there for a couple of seasons, I think the revenue comes in and they can build on that. However, why do why do the Premier League get the most money or why does that money stay within that sort of league? It's because it's the Premier League, isn't it? It's the best league in the world um, and players want to come there. If, if the best players want to come to the Premier League, that's where the money is going to be sort of spent. You know, you go to the cinema to watch a film that isn't available anywhere else. You spend the money to go there to watch it, right? Um, you don't you don't, you don't, don't sit at home and watch a pirate copy because it's free, because it's a shit copy and you can't watch it. Um, so for the same reason, you spend the money in these big clubs to watch the best players play in the world. Um, so the money's got to stay in those leagues. I, I think that they could filter it down a bit better. Um, to But then that's where loans come in. I think um, you do get a better quality of football. Um as, as you've got some talent around you. So if there's loaning out players from these Premier League clubs into lower divisions, that could help. But um, I don't think you're ever going to get that money filtered through on that scale, though. I don't think it would ever happen. They wouldn't know what to do with yeah. the money, I think. Yeah, I think the inv- the investment would be difficult, actually. You're right. Um, I've, I think it'd be good to give them a shot to have some money to spend because you'd have um, clubs like Middlesbrough, Blackburn, uh, who used to be staples in the Premier League, yeah. have a chance to come back into the Premier League. Um, you wouldn't have administration issues like Portsmouth, where they just collapsed and fell league after league, um, or Sunderland, or what's happened to Derby. You know, these were all Premier League clubs at one point with quality players. So what? So what, you, so what would you expect to spend the money on? The infrastructure, making the stadium better, or? Because making the stadium better and making the infrastructure better won't necessarily mean you can charge more money, because you can only charge the money for what you're you're expecting the fans to watch and what they're willing to pay to watch what they're watching. So if the standards not there and they're not world class players, why would I spend an extra ten fifteen pound a ticket? I think it's yeah. I don't think it's a stadium. I think it would be the technical technical element. So the staffing, the coaching, the recruitment. Um, from from the top down to the players, I think that would need to increase. Um, why, why would you? Why would? Why would players choose to go to the championship over the Premier League? I think I, I don't think you would choose, but I think it would be it, it would be good if the championship was an attractive proposition 
if a, if a footballer wasn't good enough to get into the Premier League. I think it is an attractive proposition for loanees. For those that are trying to break yeah, through, to, the Ed, Eddie and Kettis yeah. of the world. Yeah, yeah Eddie yeah, and yeah. Kettis of the world when they were like, you know, two, three years ago. Um, Saka would have been an example of someone that could have done it if, if they didn't get the opportunity with Arsenal and, and everything else. Um, but you do see that. You know, Balogun's in Middlesbrough right now, you know, from Arsenal. So that's the most they're going to get, I think, if I was to be brutally honest. I think there'll be a handful of clubs that's got the finances to back some of it that says, come to us, we'll buy your player um, and you can have a career with us and we're going to be in the, in the Premier League in the next season or two. Um, however, the whole league will never have that. And I, I just I just feel it's, it's linked to the fact that the quality is better in the Premier League, so that entices the best players. Um, you can earn more money in the Premier League, so why would you then fill that down? I don't know. So I, saying I, yes. You're saying the aspiration for clubs in the Championship is getting to the Premier League, point yeah. blank period. Yeah, I just yeah. don't think filtering the money down um, will essentially d- probably dumb down the Premier League a little bit as well. Mm. And you'd rather yeah. keep the Premier League as as the top and let everyone else not eat. Aspire almost. No, no, aspire to get there. Aspire to get to the table. And once you've got yeah, a seat at the table, then then build. Yeah, it's a fair point. It's a fair point. That's what that's what I'd say. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So talking about finances and commercial, maybe, um, in your sort of your opinion, um, who who is bigger in terms of commercial, Arsenal or Chelsea? It's interesting, right? Because it'd be good to see what happens once Chelsea is sold. As a brand globally, I, I think Arsenal are a bigger brand globally, right? You reckon? Uh, I think they're a bigger brand globally. Um, just just seeing kind of, I mean, fan channels is one thing, right? Um, but seeing the reach globally, I think Arsenal are probably bigger than Chelsea um, in terms of valuation. I think they've been established longer. Yeah, they were obviously winning before Chelsea were, right? Yeah, yeah. So when, when, you, have, when you have Arsenal when you're coming into the club in, what, 96, was it? And then win, winning the Premier League. Um, winning all the FA Cups, coming invincible, and then Chelsea have their turn. You've still got players like Henri, um, you know, in the Premier League, kind of still still representing the club. You have the Champions League final, you have the FA Cups. Um, so as a brand, I think Arsenal are bigger. Um, but I think as a financial institution, I think Chelsea are that club now. Now, saying that though, I wonder if the next set of owners, because it will be sold, I wonder if the next set of owners are going to spend like Abramovich has. And if they don't, then, you know, maybe commercially you'd say Arsenal are bigger. Ticket sales are one thing as well, because yeah. they rob you blind, Arsenal do. And they, they, would, they, they won't ever drop those prices. They might increase them. They have increased um, So unfortunately for the, for the fans, Arsenal are getting richer um, while the fan gets poorer, which is, which is a bit sad, really. Um, I think for me, I think yeah, probably similar. I think um, Arsenal's a bigger club than Chelsea, but Chelsea just, are... just point blank, just just as a as it just encompasses everything. Arsenal are a bigger club than Chelsea. Arsenal are a bigger club than Chelsea, and but uh, Chelsea they were bigger. they were a bigger club. Than, I don't think anymore. No, they are a bigger club than Chelsea. What are you look at the history? On? Look at the history. I'll give you. Go on, you carry on talking for a second, and I'll give you some but history. Forget history. Look at the two last twenty years. If you look at the last 20 years, no, there's no club that's won more trophies in Chelsea. You're looking at the last 20 years. Look at football period as a club history. Go from the origins of the club history. We are a bigger club than Chelsea. From origins. Of course we are. You're, you're just looking at the last 20 years. I'm still at club stature as a whole. Yeah, but then if that's the case, then Aston Villa are a bigger club than Arsenal. I think they're on par. I think they're bigger. 
you you put them on par. I wouldn't even put them on par. I think Arsenal are a much bigger club than Aston Villa. But if you're talking about history, Everton are a bigger yeah. club than than Arsenal. No, they're not. Why would they be? Just because they've been established in, in the in the league longer than, oh, than any I other don't club. Have it. They're on par. They're like two or three years difference between them. So you're basically two, As, three Aston years. Villa, Everton were one of those co-found one of those founding uh, clubs. Arsenal were there. I don't think they're there anymore. I don't so you're saying you're saying Arsenal's Arsenal's a, a Chelsea a bigger club for the last twenty years. Yeah, I think I think the direction they're going has, has you know, put the put them ahead. I think that I think they've they've won more. Therefore, in recent history, they're more successful. I don't think they're a bigger club. They're more what, successful, yes, but they're not a bigger club. What constitutes being a bigger club? I would what say it's a combination a of history, like that that sort of royalty of that history and then success as well and I think yeah in recent in recent history Chelsea are more successful and that goes without saying but I think Arsenal are a bigger club and maybe I'm saying that with a with a with a biased opinion because I'm an Arsenal fan you definitely are you definitely are but what, what, so what what would make what would make a club um, leapfrog over another club is this is it investing money? Because if if that's the case, and Chelsea have done that, no, is it Chelsea, creating a, a new legacy? Chelsea, yeah, Chelsea. That's what Chelsea have done right now. They've created a new platform. You think if it wasn't for the last, you take twenty years out of, you take twenty years of um, Abramovich out of Chelsea, mm-hmm. just so that didn't exist, and that Chelsea of old was still there, tenth place Chelsea, and then but you've continued that, right? Arsenal's investment stayed as it is. Chelsea's investment stayed as it is. Who's a bigger club? But there's no, there's no debate there. But who's a bigger club at that but, point? No, Arsenal, of course. Arsenal, of course. Right. Is... What we're saying is that 20 years of history of money pump, being pumped in and the trophies have made them a bigger club. Was the, was the gap always that small between that Chelsea and the Arsenal that was the invincible Arsenal? Was the, was, the think... gap, was the gap always that small for them to say 20 years of winning leagues and trophies have made them bigger than Arsenal? I think the gap was a lot bigger. The gap I was think a lot bigger. Gap... 20 years of success has brought them to the forefront and they're third place Chelsea, but they're not a bigger club. They're not a bigger club? No. Where If, if we're going to rank clubs in the Premier League right now, right? Who who is the number one club? Based, yeah, based, yeah, I'd say Man United are the biggest club in. It's definitely in English football. Um, the second, world, the right? second world in, in the world, second, I'd say, second to Real Madrid. So, so who, who's second then? In, in, in Yeah, I'd say, I'd say Liverpool. Yeah, and that's you're basing that on the history as well, right? Yeah, history. Remember, they didn't have anything of value until the Champions League 2005 when they were winning the old League One, right? So that was about 20 years of having history. nothing. But this, but okay, so they've got history, but they had nothing for 20 years, right? If we're talking about a 20-year gap and what Chelsea have achieved in 20 years, Liverpool have achieved, no, achieved nothing in 20 years, but they're still number two, right? Is what you're saying. Who's number yeah, three as a, then? As a club, I'd say it's Arsenal third. So you're basing this purely on history? I think a combination of history and success, but I don't think you can say success weighs everything. I think the the number of years in top flight football counts for a lot. I think it goes success needs to come with it, yes, 100%. I don't think you can sit here and go, this is why the debate is the debate, isn't it? Why, why would you debate Chelsea and Arsenal as a question? Because I think it is closer than what... May, a lot of people go down the route that you've gone down and gone... Oh yeah, but they're a bigger club because they've won Champions League and they've won the Premier League, and it's in recent history. Take the recent history out of it. What have they won? Take take the twenty years out of it. What have they won before that? Um, how much? How much of how much of Arsenal really won? An FA Cup here, an FA Cup there. We've got the, it was it got... was always it was always United winning, and then before there was always Liverpool winning. So where do, where do Arsenal come and fit into this? I, I look. I think you and I weren't born. You and I weren't born there. I think I think the debate um, should be backed up with with probably more statistics than we've both got on the table right now. Here's what I'm saying, right? Were United the biggest club in the world in 1992? Probably not. 
I can't say that because I wasn't. I was three years old. But probably not though, right? Because Liverpool were winning everything, and then we turned it to the Premier League, and then they just stopped. Okay, but United started, and they started winning everything. Okay, so it, within that period, United transcended the sport and become one of the biggest clubs, if not the biggest club in the world. I can't see Arsenal having achieved so much in its history for you to say that they're a bigger club than Chelsea. I think Chelsea, this, is, this is what I'm trying to say. I think Arsenal are the biggest club in London. Okay, let's let's play it in London now because it's Chelsea. Forget London. London. No, no, just listen to me. Or between just Chelsea and Arsenal, then I think yeah. Arsenal are a bigger club. Chelsea have been more successful in in, in sort of the last twenty years. And you'd say maybe you'd argue they're more successful, but we're a bigger club. That's one. <laughs> that's, that's probably a summary of it. We're a bigger club. I, I disagree. I, I disagree massively, man. It, it looks like it, I tell you what. It looks like Chelsea have achieved more in twenty years than Arsenal have in fifty years. Fact. Did, what did? What have Chelsea? What is Chelsea? When did Chelsea start? What's origins of Chelsea? Uh, I just. I. I think you're. You're. you're you're leaning on the romantic history of Arsenal and saying that they're a bigger club, then ultimately the noisy neighbour that was Chelsea have investment, fine, they've done the right thing with it, pump money in. They've won Champions Leagues multiple times. They've won the league multiple times. You know, they've become a global brand within the last 20 years and it looks like they potentially may kick on if they get the right investment. Who? Chelsea? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. I think you're basing it purely on that alone. You're looking at you just ba- the last 20 years. What? Yeah, fine. Uh, of course I am. But what are you basing it on? What, what were they before? What were they before that? You know what this is, right? This conversation, right? It's like, I want to give you a hip-hop analogy now, right? 96, 97, 98. No, listen. 99. Listen, gonna... Where were they? I'm going to give you, I'm gonna we give you still, a hip-hop we, we were still one to three. Listen, listen. Competing listen. for the Premier League. Listen, I'm gonna give you a, I'm going to give you a hip-hop analogy, right? And this is how fickle fan, fans are in general. I don't think hip-hop will allow another album to be the greatest of all time above Illmatic. Even if, even if perfection is created from 1992 until present. And I feel like that's what you're doing with Arsenal. The romantic history of Arsenal is not allowing you to say Chelsea are better, even though they've achieved so much more in a 20-22 year period. That's what's happening right now. You're a deluded Arsenal fan. You're not a deluded Arsenal fan. Get off you're, the just, you're just, you're just. Well, who's on beers? I'm on Sprite. I think what you're looking at is Chelsea during our time of like watching them over the last 15, 20 years and going, that's why they're a bigger club. They're not a bigger club. They're more successful, but they're not a bigger club. I mean, I, I still need your definition of what you think a big club is. They're not a bigger club. Right. In, in that case... <laughs> In that, in that case, in that case is in the last. If you're basing it in short periods of short periods of time, um, a Man City a bigger club than Liverpool. No, right. So if you're, but, if you're basing it in the last ten years, you've got Champions they, League and, and and a league. But they've had they've had five champion six Champions Leagues now, right? In their Chelsea, history, Liverpool, in their history, I said, I said in short space of time. But short space of time, Man City have so been around was... for, let's say, 10 years, okay? Yeah. Chelsea have been around double that. And they've been consistent throughout that period. Man City that's what I'm saying. You're, 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 basing, you're basing it on 20 years. You're basing it on Chelsea's 20 years, right? Mm-hmm. So let's half that and say 10. Let's mm-hmm. bring 10 years worth of history. Chelsea, Man City and Liverpool... But you're talking about money. Man City haven't achieved no, a no, lot. No, 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 no. They haven't achieved a lot. How many leagues have they won? They've got the Carabao Cups. They've got the, the Premier Leagues. Yeah, the only thing they haven't won is the Champions League. Otherwise, they've won it all in that space of time. So if we're, if we're basing it on just success and we're basing it on a short period of time, because that's what you're doing with Chelsea versus Arsenal, you're basing it on a short period of time, who's a bigger club? Liverpool, Man City or Chelsea in the last 10 years? Liverpool are the bigger club. Why are they the bigger club? Then why are they a bigger club? Of course they're a bigger club. Why are they a bigger they club? Are. One, why? their history. Two, their achievements. History. Yes, Three, history. Their... Thank you. History. That, no, but hang on. This is the same argument I've got 
right? Uh, to me, let me ask you this question, right? Are Aston Villa, uh, they've got a richer history because they won the Champions League and, uh, and Arsenal haven't. Got are they a bigger club? History. They've got a very rich history. I know they have, but are they a bigger club than Arsenal? No, because I did say success needs to go hand in hand. But if you're looking at longevity, if you're looking at from start of when the club starts to where it is now, look at the whole bigger picture. And this is where we, look, in all fairness, we've been criticised for this in the past by some listeners, and we should bring a bit more statistics to the plane. And we're talking about it, and it'd be great to maybe pick this up offline or, or in another debate that says, look at the history from when both clubs started to where they are now, really compare the two and go, who's won more? In, in, and if you look at the timeline of the last 20 years, you'd see Chelsea absolutely outweigh Arsenal all day long. But I'm not convinced that's going to fully outweigh the full history. I think um, I think this isn't going to be settled here. No, and you know what? I you think, probably want Rambi. You probably need about a third or fourth person in this debate to add think, a bit more. I think context. you're a deluded, deluded Arsenal fan. No, because when I when I asked a question around success, and I asked the last ten years, arguably the last ten years, Man City and Chelsea have been more successful than Liverpool. But who's the, okay? So who's the bigger club between uh, in the City last and... ten years? In the last ten years, this space of window. You've doubled that to twenty and gone Chelsea are bigger than Arsenal because the last twenty years. I've, I've just I've just better. shrunk it down. I've just shrunk it down and asked the question. You said Liverpool's better, but the success you've got more trophies with Man City and you've got more trophies with Chelsea in the last ten years than Liverpool. But Arsenal, you said Arsenal, Liverpool the bigger club. But Arsenal haven't even been around. They've not even been around in this conversation no, since they won it. They won the last twenty years. No, no, but that's the last twenty years. But think beyond the twenty years. But hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Forget beyond the twenty years. What I'm trying to what I'm trying to establish here is what have Arsenal done to maintain this level of success or history to be the second or third uh, biggest club they're in the not, Premier League? What have they done? They're not, fuck all. It's not about fuck all. It's not about fuck all. It's about it's about what the history is of the club. You're 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 very fickle, aren't you? Very as as, as you no. said, fans are very fickle. You're thinking short term. You're thinking last twenty years. Oh yeah, Chelsea's got all this money and they've bought it. Yeah, they have absolutely. Man City's done the same thing. And Man City continues for another fifty years, and they're going to be a huge club. Arsenal may get relegated, and all of a sudden this conversation doesn't exist about who's the top, who's the top three, because Arsenal won't be in contention for that. Aston Villa won't be in contention with the top five clubs in the Premier League. So the, we're you know, basing it around who's been around, who's been around the longest, who's got the richest history, who's maintained top flight football, and then also absolutely who's got success within that as well. Yes, one hundred percent. But I don't think the success, I don't think the success weighs as much. And maybe you know what? Maybe there's an element, a good 20 percent of this conversation is added to the fact that we haven't won as much in the last 15, 20 years, or nowhere near as much as what the Chelsea's have in the world. So therefore, my argument doesn't weigh as much. However, you take that out of it, their history isn't as rich as ours. Nowhere near. But you can't take it out. You can't, you can't take that out. Enough. Of course you can't take it out. But my point is, it's bigger than just the last 15, 20 years. The clubs have been around for like a long time. Yeah, well, I get it. I get it. But Arsenal's still, Arsenal's still driving the old shit car that isn't moving anywhere. Everyone else has overtaken them. Everyone else has overtaken them. You guys are you guys are slowing down while everyone else is speeding up. Mm, no, now yeah, fact, yeah, no, no, fact. it's fact. Probably over the last yeah, the last four, five, six years, we've done nothing. We, well, even probably before that, we've, we've done nothing. But it doesn't take away the fact that Arsenal are still a massive club. I'm not and saying they're, they're not, and they're still bigger than Chelsea. Chelsea's just richer. But if we're talking about brand, just notoriety and brand, right? Then Arsenal have probably got that. But Arsenal got that over Chelsea. Yeah, I, I can, uh, fine. That was fine. the question was, who's bigger in terms of commercial? I, I'm talking, you know what, this, this, but, hey, but who gives a shit about the paperwork here? I'm, I'm talking about as a club now. Yeah, that's, what, that's still, what this Arsenal's last 15 minutes. Arsenal's still bigger. Uh, this, is, this, is, this is ridiculous. We can take this outside, to be honest. This is, this is still ridiculous. Arsenal's still bigger. Arsenal's bigger club. Chelsea-Richard. This is what we're going to do. Chelsea's still in that clapped out little stadium. They haven't even been able to. Like, it's come. It's come along twenty years, and they're still in that little tiny stadium. Yeah, what? Well, I, I, bet, I bet there's more power and beauty in Stamford Bridge uh, as there uh, is as there is in, from the Emirates. Power right? and I bet you would. I, I, I bet you would love. I bet you would love to go back to Highbury, right? I'm sure. Yeah, in our glory days, yeah. But we had to. It's, up same, it. it's the same as Stamford Bridge. 
Yeah, but no, they have still got up their stadium. They've got to rebuild, and if they're a massive club, build your massive stadium. Let's park this. I'll tell you what we're going to do. We'll go back to our socials. Instagram, Twitter, Reddit, MOTD-ish on all socials. Follow us. We'll, be, we'll put the questions out there. Hope we get a response. We'll start answering a few of these. But this isn't going to get settled here because you're a deluded Arsenal fan. No. Don't agree. We'll put it on the socials. We'll see what they've got to say. We'll put it on the socials. All right, we've been running for an hour and hour and plus. Um, any any more for any more? No, I think I'm all out. You're damn right you are, so are Arsenal. Oh, great. Good, good. Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.